Me CSS are getting shorter and shorter. Oh, look at all the people. Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade podcast. Hey, Michael, mi amigo, pay attention. It's show time. So it is. And what darling people I have sitting under us as our sponsor. Adventure is out there travel, you rascal, you. Let's put on the show. Mon ami, I'm always ready, as you say, to put on the show. Oh, pardon, madame. The whistle was from my good friend, Becca, at Adventures Out There Travel. Ach, Jalib, I almost fell out of my rubber perch. Glad to see you all aboard, or ashore, <laughs> wherever you are. Remember, Adventures Out There Travel can find you discounts, give you concierge-level service on your next vacation. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and we are back together again. This is Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Just down the road, as always, here in Florida, it's Rhiannon. Hi. And it's really him this time. It's not his birthday anymore, but he's still on the left coast, or as he liked to call it, the best coast. It's Skipper Dick Richie. Hi. Oh, you're not just kidding. It's me. I'm here. Woo! <laughs> hey. 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 I hate y'all. Hey. Well, welcome back. It's great to finally all be back together in the same studio yet once again. It smells just but as bad not. as I remember it. <laughs> Skipper, while you were gone, we got infiltrated by the terrible, evil Derek Bergen, who, but thankfully you went back in time, took the DeLorean back, and saved the day, re-recording the episode. 88 miles the per hour. So thank God for you on that one, buddy. No, oh, I had to do what I had to do. I couldn't let uh, that evil Bergen take my spot so. so i think we should start with a little segment called disney giveth and disney taketh away first disney hath taken away we have now lost the trout pass pool bar did we Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Huh. I I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I thought they were just closing it temporarily for refurbishments. I uh well, the reason that it comes up and as we probably have all seen, the Geyser Point uh restaurant and bar is now open on Bay Lake and it is awesome. Is it open meow? It's open right meow. meow. Right, right meow. meow. Yeah. And it's right meow next to Trout Pass Pool Bar. They're literally 20 feet apart. So, <laughs> Right, so hence uh, why it makes sense. I just, yeah. I well, what I, officially. I, I'll tell you, I went and I, I was sitting at the bar and the, the, the bartender came up and I go, oh, I was kind of talking and I said something to the effect of, you know, rest in peace, goodbye, Trout Pass Pool Bar. And she's like, yep, it's a shit. She had worked there for like 16 years and she had was like sort of melancholy. She was, you know, missing the, I think they're a little bit saddened by the end of an era, if you will, of the Trout Pass Pool Bar. 
Bye bye, Trout Pass Pool Bar. Bye bye. But hello to Geyser Point, which is pretty awesome. I know you went over on Saturday, right, Rhiannon? Yes, I did. Um, oh, and, and impressions de Rhiannon. Um, I was very impressed. Uh, you know, it's a great space. I was kind of surprised how crowded it was, but I suppose it is new and shiny and also President's Day weekend, but it was pretty packed. We had to kind of wait and sneak and grab some chairs, um, but we got to watch Electrical Water Pageant, so that was good, and they do pipe in the Wishes music, although, no, you can't really see Wishes. Yeah, that was my know. question. Yeah, you said they piped it in, and I was like, well, so where, I think maybe if you walk close, but... Could you see – I guess you just see, like, the tops of them? Is that what you see? I – there were a bunch of people who, once it started, walked out toward the beach and were staring in that direction. Now, what their view ended up being, I'm not sure because I didn't get out of my chair because I'm lazy and was drinking. Um, but, you know, maybe nice. they saw something. I don't know. But electrical uh, water pageant, fantastic viewing, it appears. Yes, perfect. Um, yes. Yeah, we went over uh, yesterday, and yes, still packed. And somebody brought up a good point online that you also take into account the quick service uh, Roaring Forks is currently down. So that does play a role, I think, too. This is where they are sending people yeah. for and we, all food. Yeah, we did order some food. Um, we got that brisket dip thing that Ooh. was quite tasty. Comes with house-made mm -hmm. potato chips and all that. Um it was smaller than it looked in pictures, but, you know, it was good. And then uh, Kristen actually got the waffle fries just so that she could taste the sauces they have, oh. which I don't, yes. I don't know if you oh. saw the menu. The burger they serve there comes with a, I want to say, Marionberry barbecue sauce, which is interesting. Nice. And so she got a sampler of that along with they have a goat cheese sauce dressing something. I don't know. It was Lovely. The Marionberry thing, a little weird. The goat cheese sauce, yes, please. Yeah, that all we got uh, so good. Yes, they had the meat plate, and then yeah, I was I got the the dip thing that Rihanna was talking about, yeah. the barbecue dip that was also really good. But again, very small, not not too small for like one or two people. But if you're really getting it to share, you're gonna you're gonna have to get stingy. You're gonna have to really, yeah. you know, it's like going for that last piece of pizza. You got to get greedy. Yeah. Um, yep. And they had like these fries, oysters, really good, really cool location. It's exactly what the Wilderness Lodge needed was this uh, really uh, a signature spot to go hang out, and they've got it. It's great. And now I have so to add it to the list. Yep. I know, shit. That list is getting long. I'm going to have to add more days. We're going to have to come yeah. up with a oh. special edition of the book oh, that's just the deleted bars. Right, the deleted places, and then also like, there's also a, a growing list of you know obviously the new places, and then, you know, we'll talk about later. We talked about it a little bit, I, and I was talking to it um, with Mark a little bit about the uh, like there's there, there's evergreens that I want to add in there too. So there's lots of lots of new stuff that we need to continue to. Yeah, to so maybe it's a good thing they're taking things away from us, so we have room to actually put <laughs> all the new stuff in. Exactly. So. Say goodbye to Trout Pass, which is always a nice little spot. The lady got really, she did not like it. I go, oh, well, what? so they gave up like eight seats for like 24. She goes, no, there were 12 seats and now there's 28. 
Like she did not yeah. like. Huh. She thought I was. Yeah, she All right. to, whoa, she's like, uh, there were not just eight seats at the old bar. And then I'm thinking, it just always seemed kind of small. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Agreed. So anyway, she did not like. I think she she they're they're taking this trout pass very seriously, uh, very seriously. So. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Trout Pass Pool Bar. But welcome to the family. Guys are point. Um, let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Hi there. That's me. You went to Disneyland. I did. I did. I went to Disneyland yesterday. It was crazy busy. This mm-hmm. Presidents' well, that, Day weekend thing is not uh, a joke. They take it for real. Thanks, Trump. Yeah, no <laughs> Trump. Especially since now we have our own, we have our own president of the Three O'clock Parade podcast, um, the broadcast, bro- uh, Barack, Barack Ohana, yeah, <laughs> the Pineapple Potus. Um, so that's who we're celebrating today. That's who we're celebrating. Um, Skipper Grichy, what anything of note from the Disneyland Resort? Did your car catch on fire in the Mickey and Friends parking garage? I took the train, so I didn't have any worry about fire. Um, no, besides the fact that it was just really, really busy. Um, I, I did have to go through the new security check um, that they've extended to include downtown Disney. Uh, shaft? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, at the very head, because I came in the through head, okay. the Disneyland Hotel. Through the tip. Right. I was there. I was okay. right at the tip, right at the pee hole. Um, but it, it, I will say that having so much more security means the lines are way smaller. So, you know, where before you only had, like, the ones right in front of the park, now every entrance to get into downtown Disney has its own security, and uh, and it's split up into so many different places that you just, it, it, it only took a few moments. It was great. Um, nice. But, yeah, it was just, it was super busy. It, we got right into Trader Sam's, but it probably took us a good 30 to 35 minutes to get uh, a seat at the bar, um, and then after that, we stayed there for a good amount of time. But then uh, I had to upgrade my ticket so that it would include Florida. That took another, like, probably 45 minutes because uh, the ticket booths were just bonkers crazy. We walked or we walked into Disneyland but didn't even ride a ride because it was just – there was, like, no room. Um, so then we went over to California Adventure. We didn't even get to um, – we didn't get lobster nachos because the line was just too long Aww. there. Yo, um, oh, the line – the, the line to get lobster nachos was longer than any other line in the park. Well, because it's also AP days, too. So it's like oh, everybody yeah. knows no, what everybody, doing. Everyone everybody's there. Knows. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was crazy. Even, like, every bar in uh, California Adventure had a line, um, or they were just closed because they were to capacity in that bar and restaurant area. So it was it was not the best day to go, but... I only had so many days between now and, and when I leave in March that I had to get it out there. So it was good, though. It was good fun. We uh, we ate well. We drank well. We ran around the parks. Uh, we had a good time. Yeah. If it's anything like me being here, it's just just stepping anywhere. It just give. It just it just feels good to be there, no matter what you're doing. Yep. It just feels cool to be there. So um, anything of note from your visit, Rhiannon, outside of. Uh, of uh geyser point um let's see we paddlefish we did that's where we started our weekend 
So we went straight there and we were famished. So we actually ordered probably one more food than we normally would between the two of us, but we got to sample a lot and everything was delicious and great staff, had a good time, hung out there for a bit. Um, then we wandered around. Uh, ben Bowers was actually in the vicinity and mysteriously would like wait 30 minutes before replying to any of my messages. And so it was like, oh, just missed you. It was like, well, reply sooner. So I think he was just playing a little game. I, well, I, or I he's being very, very He's being very polite to his family in not introducing them to the ridiculousness that is all of this. I think He's that saving. we can all agree that meeting me by myself is the least ridiculous part of any of this. <laughs> it's oh, the safest, oh. safest Disney Twitter meet and greet you're going to have. And you just Fair. lost that opportunity. So Fair. Yeah. Because he did the same thing to me on... Sunday, I'm like, dude, we are at Wilderness Lodge right now. Come on over. He was at the Magic Kingdom. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let's see. We also we ended up running into Dismadil and his wife at House of Blues, where they were having yes. a uh, beer tasting from um, um, uh, Orange Blossom. And so we ended up with like a flight of beer for seven bucks and hung out there. And so that was a pretty good deal. I had no idea that was going on. Um, and so by the time we got to Planet Hollywood, which is our next destination for book research, we weren't really in the market for yet another drink. But I did go in, walked up every level, took pictures. And my observation that shocked me to the point where I'm, I, I really just wanted to go in and hate this place because it's really so much more fun to review a place when you can trash it um but holy fuck the beer selection at their outdoor bar it's insanely good like probably yes it is the best beer selection in down in in disney springs wow that's a bold statement it's it's an easy one to make when you look at the menu wow yeah so that and i know i mean obviously they're all high but did you happen to look like are they Paddlefish high, where everything's like ten dollars, or was it like regular Disney beer prices? I honestly did not look Probably. that that closely. I could go yeah. back because I, I have pictures of all the menus, but I wasn't yeah. paying that close of attention to that because yeah, we weren't buying any. But um, no, and so my one funny story about the trip was um, Sunday. Kristen and I were at Nomad Lounge and go to pay, hand me my Tables of Wonderland card, which has given me nothing but problems to the point where the Mag Strip always just shits the bed and I have to go and get yet another card. And so that happened the last trip three weeks ago. So this is a brand new Tables of Wonderland card. I go to pay. The guy's like, yeah, sorry, I can't take this. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it's expired. And sure enough, on the back of the card, it says expiration January 31st, 2017. And I'm like, this is bullshit because it didn't, it wasn't supposed to expire until November. So clearly when I got the new one, because the mag they put the wrong date on it. So I'm freaking out because I don't have a receipt or anything. So I go to guest relations. I explain the situation. I'm like, I don't know if you can help me because I can't prove to you when I bought this, but I'm telling you, it's not expiring in January. And the guy, he's like, oh, you have the card that you purchased it with? I said, yep. Gave that to him. He goes off, comes back. He's like, yeah, you're totally right. Here you go. Here's the new card. And here's where things get weird. I don't know where, what, I don't know. The new card now expires February 28th, 2018. 
Nice. So I somehow got nice. six yes. months of free tables in Wonderland. Right. That's oh, awesome. So they gave you a year. They gave yeah. you a year from now. Yeah. Yeah, which Excellent. I wasn't asking yeah. for, but I mean, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Excellent. Um, yeah. Side note: both Ellen and Colin now own plastic tables in Wonderland's card. Ooh. You have to trade them in. They deactivate them, but then they they mail you a plastic card. So it's like a, a credit card. Very impressive. Just side note. Yeah, I I was just so flustered I forgot to even ask the guy about that. But whatever. I think I probably made out they better in the end there. anyway. Yeah, you did. You did good. <laughs> um, excellent. So that's good news. Let's see. Anything else on your trip? That was pretty much it. Um, we didn't end up staying for Rivers of Light, so I can't report on that. But yeah, I I, I have something I remembered from my trip yesterday. Go skipper to Gritchy. Well, when exclusive. You, exclusive. I, I should have taken pictures. Um, when you mentioned House of Blues, it dawned on me that for the House of Blues at Downtown Disney at Disneyland used to be because it's completely gone now. There's just a big open hole is where um, Splitsville is going to be. So at first nice. I thought maybe they were just going to repurpose the building like they did with the uh, Virgin Megastore. But no, that uh, that House of Blues building, the entire thing is just gone. They tore it all down and they're going to build a new building <laughs> for Splitsville. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big, big doings. I mean, there's big doings. Kind of everywhere. Like, everything's under construction here right now in Florida, it looks like. I mean, you go to Dip Magic Kingdom, everything's under construction. You go to Hollywood Studios, everything's under construction. And just roads all throughout Disney World are completely under construction. So, sounds like big things afoot. Yeah. Speaking, oh my gosh, I can't, I, I lost, I can't play it again. Sorry, guys, the boys to men. But Wishes, we didn't talk about this yet. Wishes is going away. Yeah. Any sadness on the Wishes going away? I like the song. I know it's super cheesy, but I like it. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like a fireworks display is a fireworks display, so I'm, I don't really care about that aspect of it. They're just going to replace it with some more fireworks. But I'll miss the song. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I don't get sad about these things like I do. Some people are really disappointed, but like to me, it's not like an attraction where it feels like it should be there forever. These things feel like they should be temporary. You know, they just have that. To me, that's just shows and and parades and fireworks are meant to be kind of temporary so it doesn't you know put it in i take it from my current favorites of disney world and move it over to my like favorite memory book and i've got two different just move it from one to the other and it's fine and just hope the new ones you know i'm with you i i really like wishes but i'm i also I, i i kind of take a different view of the fireworks i really enjoy the fireworks uh and i always think it's cool when they do a new set to new music um, so while I'm going to miss wishes, I'm excited to see what comes next. Um, I hope it, I hope it doesn't suck is all I can go with. Well, well, the biggest concern and that I, when I hear legit concern and not just Disney bitter is will it much like when they changed, um, the star Wars fireworks, will they replace some of the actual fireworks with just sections of projections on the castle because I would say for me personally, 75% of the time, I'm watching the fireworks from the Contemporary or the Polynesian, and I wouldn't yeah. see any of that. Uh, and, I, and I certainly don't usually watch it dead center of Main Street. So 
if that's a, if that's the case, that would be a little disappointing if they replaced a lot of it with the uh, projections. Yeah, I can see your point there. So, um, hopefully, they'll just use them as um, to help. You know, a little add in there. Skipper okay. Richie, I want to hear your thoughts on this. They released the cast of the remake of one of your favorite movies, Mary Poppins. Happy or not happy with the, with, with what you're seeing here? Developments. I we kind of already talked about this, and I got in trouble because yeah. I didn't think that she'd be a great Mary Poppins. I still don't know if I, how I feel about her being a Mary Poppins. Um, I don't know. I. I don't know who this Jack character that Lynn Manuel is going to play. Um, I like him. I don't like him at the same time. Like, I like the music that he did for Moana, and yeah. I enjoy Hamilton. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like his music is all kind of starting to sound similar. So I'm yeah, worried he's got that, his style. Yeah, so I'm worried that by the time this movie comes out, if they let him write the music... Uh, that it could, I don't know. It could already be like it might. The time may have passed. I don't know. I, I'm excited about it, but it's just one of those things. Like I love Mary Poppins, so it scares me that they might ruin it. Um, it reminds me of like there was that era where every single Disney song was written by what was the guy from Genesis? <laughs> Phil, um, Collins. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. He did like how many movies did he do? Maybe it was he just two, two, but he did two it movies. felt like if. But it felt like it was just like every every song became a Phil Collins song, and they, you know, and, and while some of them were good, it just I got, it got kind of old. And I feel like you're right; they, they're kind of going to the well one more time with this. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? So you're you're cautiously optimistic still, Skip? I definitely am. I mean, looking at the cast and the names, it looks like uh, you know they're bringing back. Jane and Michael Banks, who were the kids from the original movie. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll see. I want it to be good. We'll I, see. I will say that. I want it to be good. Man, another big thing that came out is they did finally announce that they are going to add a giant tower to Coronado Springs and expand the Caribbean beach. Any thoughts on this? It looks like Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it's tall. It's tall. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Coronado Springs. Um, this all comes from, I believe, we, you know, we, we heard a while ago that they were cut, shutting down the uh, convention area at the, cor at the Contemporary. And I think this was all a move of that's what's happening. It's all convention activity is going to be focused onto coronado springs and that's just what that's where it's going to be the business convention resort and i think it's going to open up a lot of opportunities at other resorts that have some convention area to uh use utilize some of that space as it takes some of the pressure off those so i think that's a, that in itself is a good thing uh for the rest of us guests that they're kind of consolidating the convention business over there i just what wonder you what it's going to do for both resorts um Coronado and Caribbean Beach as far as pricing goes because that's my concern is that slowly but surely there's just going to be no values left so it's yeah. it's it's tricky because on the one hand it's exciting that they're adding new things and more things and more amenities and more restaurants more bars but then that just makes it yeah. a more desirable location and therefore they can charge more 
Absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, bad. It, Coronado Springs already has a great lineup right now, and you know they're going to have to add more. So it's only going to offer more. So you're right. That's going to be the – that will be one of the – really going to improve it on its on its list. And, boy, hard to imagine that they can um, up that. Because it, it's already kind of a, a moderate plus. And you're right. This might kick it up into that almost to a deluxe category because of all the extra amenities they're going to have. And um, it sounds the same thing with Caribbean Beach, and especially in light of them being the next DVC. So we, we mm-hmm. were talking about this last time about – well, what would they need to add to really make it a deluxe? It's like, well, it kind of yeah. sounds like that's what they're doing. So yeah. Oh, it needs it. So Caribbean Beach and Caribbean Beach is gonna be fantastic. More restaurants because I love the idea of their little center town. I, mm-hmm. I I really love the feel of it, but it does it isn't there isn't that much going on there. So if they can expand that, oh my gosh, fantastic. Very excited about both of these. But you're right. I wasn't. If you're thinking of it from a out of your pocket vacation, it's, it might take that off the list. Man, I don't know. I just well, reading it sounds the tower is going to actually have suites, uh, which they've never really had, uh, you know, at, at any of the moderates before, like a full on suite. So yeah, I'm wondering if the tower itself is going to be more deluxe, and they're going to leave the outside rooms as uh, as moderate pricing, or it'll be interesting. This is going to be something that we've never seen before. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I would I would just anticipate personally that the current rooms would probably stay the same as the moderate, but then yeah, this 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 new tower could be pretty impressive, and I don't know how they're going to work that. They they work it in se- different categories, like the art of animation hat does do two totally separate type of rooms in the same resort. Right. So it can be done. They have the regular value rooms and those way not value. <laughs> Sweets <laughs> uh, in the same resort, so that's kind of what this is going to do. And Caribbean Beach, Caribbean Beach, can do the same thing when they throw in some DVC mixed in with with moderate. Yep. But it's funny, Skipper Dick Ritchie brought up a good point before you, you came on, Rhiannon, which was that what's the deal? Did they announce the DVC there yet? And they they haven't. And it's interesting how Disney Vacation Club works. Everyone knows that's what's coming next, but they don't sell it yet. I think because they still want to sell out whatever their current offerings are. So they, it feels like they wait a long time to really announce that a new DVC is coming. So it's weird they announced the restaurants, but not, oh, by the way, we're just adding restaurants. That's it. Nothing else. Sure. Mm. Oh, hello, fans. Like that, hello, fans. That's not fans. I don't know what that is. Um, uh-huh. uh, let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie. That's me. That's me. Groot is coming. Maybe I Groot. Am I don't know. Groot. <laughs> and then how did your your ride is coming May twenty seventh? That did not take very long. Well, no, because all they're doing is repainting the outside, which I I saw a little bit of, of it up close yesterday, and it definitely does not fit with any of the theming that you look at from anywhere in the park. So, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> in, a, in a not great way. Um, oh, wow! Yeah, it, it definitely the most negative I've ever heard you about something. Well, I'm just saying, like it just <laughs> doesn't fit. Like you look up in the sky, and you know it was always kind of like if you were in the uh, like Paradise Pier area and you looked out that way, you saw what just looked like an like an old Hollywood hotel that could have been 
you know, San Francisco-ish. Um, or if you're in the Hollywood area, you looked up and you're like, hey, that fits perfect with this theme. But now, you know, they've they've ripped part of the brown paper bag that they have over the over the over the attraction, and uh, and you can see where. I mean, the colors match exactly like the uh, the concept art, like yeah. where, it, where it's red, like kind of like fading into yellow and, and stuff like that. Like it looks, all that is exactly right, and the lines match up and everything. So they're doing a good job of matching what they said it was going to look like. But when you're standing in the park and look over that way, you're definitely kind of like, I don't know what I don't know what that's supposed to be. Like I don't know how that's supposed to fit in with you know, any of the theming, even what, even before when you were in, it's the, uh, bugs, like it, it's tough yeah. to be a bug in the little, like, uh, bugs life playland area. You know, you were like in the grass looking up at a hotel and you were like, okay, this still kind of works, but now you're kind of like in the grass looking up at, you know, what almost looks like a rocket building ship thing. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the things that people are complaining about in that aspect are, you know, it, it makes sense, but I, we'll see what the ride's like. I think it's going to be a lot of screens on the inside. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I get this. I sort of get the story. Like, you're you're trying to help the, the guy, the collector has captured the Guardians of the Galaxy, and you're going to go in there and help break them free. Yeah. So it's just like kind of, I mean, okay, it'll be interesting. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you're in the park, you're going to do it. And uh, I don't know. It's a little disappointing still. And I don't, you know, I'd be I'd be really disappointed if that happened here. I'd be really, really bummed. Um, now, outrage of the is this outrage of the week? Skipper Dick Ritchie? Was there outrage for this? Gondolas. The gondolas. What do you think? Really? This word came out of nowhere last week. What's the last time? That's outrage? Like the only other time I thought of gondolas was like. I don't know, was it outrage or was it just, like, it seemed like for the day, people were really, like. I thought everything I read was very positive and people were excited, so yeah. I don't know. Really? I felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it came out of nowhere. It definitely, yeah, well, it came out of nowhere, but still. The outrageous people who are like, why can't they just, God damn it, do monorails? That's yeah, the, I think that's, that's what outrage. it was. Well, I think like, that was easily explained. It's comes down purely to cost and the costs yeah. per mile for a monorail system versus a gondola system is you know very self-explanatory yes, as to why sure. they went for the gondola route here's my favorite thing about when anything of this comes up is how all of a sudden all these people are monorail experts like <laughs> like, like it's something you've never looked at the prices of you have no idea you've never really priced a monorail and i'm not talking about you Rian. i'm talking about the people that are, that are they're they're literally fighting tooth and nail with like these facts that come out of nowhere that aren't yeah. just, like <laughs> alternative it's just so facts. Funny. It's just so funny listening to people um, how quickly um, they become monorail experts um, when this comes well, out. I want to point out that sometimes at work, if I'm busy and I'm not, you know, reading Twitter, and but I still get notifications when somebody tags me in something or whatever, and so I'll glance at that without actually going, you know, neck deep into Twitter, and so. My first inkling of this whole gondola thing was, I forget who it was, but somebody, I think, tagged you as well with the picture of an, like, a, 
you know, Venice, Italy style yeah. gondola. Yeah. And so that's what I actually thought was happening. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, they're putting gondolas. I'm, all right, cool. And so it wasn't until later, like, you know, lunchtime, and I finally get to go and read Twitter. I'm like, oh, <laughs> those kinds of yeah, gondolas. That makes way cool. more sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's how many people can you fit in a gondola? This is not a very efficient mode of transportation. And it's not going to yeah. be very fast, you know. Those no. Whose guy's arms are going to get really tired. And I'm like, yeah, are they going to sing what, to you, though? That would be cool. What waterways go to Art of Animation? Does this make any sense? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, personally, this is like, the, if, this is, if this is true, this is the greatest thing that's happened in my, the modern era for me. Like, new transportation at Disney World, that to me is, it trumps every new park, every new ride, every new bar. This is wow. so exciting to me. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's, well, I mean, I need the parts. But it's, yeah, that excites me so much to be able to take a, a ride from Hollywood Studios to Epcot or, shoot, I mean, how great it would be then to go on the gondola bar tour over to Caribbean Beach and uh, it'd be so fun. I'm so excited. I hope this comes to fruition. I don't have a lot of hope. It, doesn't, it seems a little far-fetched still. Um, so I'm not going to. Well, uh, and I was wondering, because, um, you know, I, I know that, and I'm going to just speak from, the company that I work from. I know in Apple, sometimes they'll, uh, they'll get something like trademark or copyrighted or something that, you know, it's something that we're working on, but it's not necessarily what's going to come out. And I'm almost wondering if Disney's doing the same thing. Like they needed to get these permits for these gondolas. So they're throwing them out there as transportation between parks. But I wonder if it actually is going to have anything to do with star Wars land where, you know, they, they, when you see the, the like concept art, they show like X wings flying over stuff, or like the Millennium Falcon, like you know, actually launching out of the bay and stuff like that. So I'm almost wondering if that's if if it's going to be something that they're going to use um, within that, or even if you did, if you left from Star Wars Land to get to Epcot, that would be the greatest. What if what if you left on a, a Star Wars? Theme ship, you know, that looked like a transporter yeah. or something. Uh, I think that'd be yeah. cool. I think there's there's I, a lot that they can do with it. Yeah, what? I, I see your point, and I think there, yeah, there is a lot they could do with it. So I don't think it's an either or type situation. It could definitely be integrated into Star Wars Land, oh, but sure. also going back to what we were talking about of you know how to make these other resorts feel more deluxey, and part of it is direct transportation interesting mm-hmm. transportation to a park and so i think in that sense it, it doesn't sound far-fetched for what they want to try and do the caribbean beach so it really kind of fits nicely into that yeah, it'll be yeah. it does oh i think they're now one thing and i i want to piggyback off that with Rhiannon too is i think one thing they're realizing now is is spreading everything out ridiculously far completely isolated looking back now transportation wise that was a bit of a mistake <laughs> you know it's really not efficient to have buses running from these individual resorts 27 resorts all throughout every 27 resorts all having buses to every single park that's a lot of buses so just and they're adding more roads they're redoing all the roads and this does you know to be able to connect these two big if you if you add a new caribbean beach with dvc and current caribbean beach and pop century and art of animation that's a big chunk of people to be connected to a new uh, transportation system, and maybe this is sort of the future. What we're seeing of them doing pods of resorts, uh, yeah, you know, being able to connect to a, a general location. So, um, 
I love it. I hope it happens. Love it. Um, that brings us to Skipper. We didn't get to do any last week while you were back saving the world. Who's the wiener in the spot that's made for you and me? S-O-U-R-B-O-N-E-R Sour Boner. Really? That's the really? sour boner time. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> that sounds like, that's what I would call a Rhiannonism, really. I thought um, for a second you actually did just patch my voice <laughs> in there. That is uh, uh, compliments of the Maelstrom Viking. Thank you, Maelstrom Viking. Um, jumping right into it, uh, WDW owner wants to think about a lot of talk about water parks because the new Universal water park is coming. Do you really think people? We, I think we might have touched on this before. Do you really think people will stay at a water park at night, or go to Walt Disney World new, for new fireworks and shows? SR Meaning, park. I do not. I guess it's like, will they go to Disney for the new fireworks and shows over staying at water park at night? And if that's the question, absolutely. I don't think the water park at night is at all close to happening. I don't think anyone has any desire to stay in a bathing suit past dinner time. Yeah, I, I, about- well, I think if I think if you're, I don't think anybody's gonna leave. Like if they're staying at Universal and they're going to Volcano Bay, I don't think they're gonna leave Volcano Bay to make the trip over to watch fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. But I also don't think that they're gonna make plans over doing that. Like if they're like, hey, you guys want to hang out and watch fireworks or do you want to go back to Volcano Bay for a second? They're going to be like, no, we're going to, we're going to stay here the rest of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think these are two totally was, separate things. Yeah. So my question was just as far as this question, is it Volcano Bay specifically as a water park versus fireworks? Or is he talking about whether or not we wanted to, you know, beef up Typhoon Lagoon. And then if that were super amazing, then would that entice people to stay there? So I don't know. But yeah, I think if you're over in Universal Land, you're not going to leave just for fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I One thing, I've been talking a lot about water parks online recently because of this coming up and the similar topics. And Rhiannon once gave a good example of why Disney fans, and I think Universal fans will sit in the same thing, don't go to the water parks. You're not the only person I've ever talked to, Rhiannon, that says, I don't dislike water parks. I just don't come to Disney World with the idea I'm going to water park. I want. I have this long laundry list of things I want to do, and there's just no room for it. <laughs> and I, I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I would wonder what the cost breakdown is. I mean, obviously, there's a reason that they tier the tickets the way they do. And so I'm just wondering if they threw the water parks in as part of a park hopper pass. And I guess I know you can buy the add-on for the water parks and more, but I don't know. I'm wondering like how many of those do they sell? Is it really worth it? If they bundle it into the four parks, are they going to lose that much more money? Like, I don't know. It's sort of interesting. Yeah, I think they've been trying to figure that out for the last, you know, 20 years of how to, how to make it work. And, you know, it is what it is. I just think water parks, same as universal people come to universal to see Harry Potter ride the rides and do stuff like that, have dinner. And then if it happens to get hot, we'll go to the pool and maybe do a day at the water park, but not a whole day and night. Right. It's, I just think it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, new fireworks and shows at Disney, I think are definitely, those are like rivers of light. I saw rivers of light. It was good. 
Really enjoyed it. Loved the music. Loved the lights. Loved the. It was really enjoyable. It will it go down as people like this is my favorite show of all time? Probably not. But that doesn't matter. People will come to this show because it's at night and that's what you do and that's what you want to do is stay to the end and enjoy the show and leave. And so it it's gonna do its uh, do what it is. So I think it's interesting that right now they are doing two runnings of the show, but the second is at eight thirty. Yet they have the park officially quote unquote closing at eight o'clock. So I didn't stick around. I don't know what they're doing. So, I mean, are the stores still open? Bars still open? I'm assuming if they're saying the park's closed, the rides aren't operating. Like, that just seems like an odd choice. But if That extra, the half hour layover, or it seems weird that it isn't just right at eight. I don't know. That is weird. But, uh, yeah, I think they would be. I think they're trying to figure out, do they need two shows or not? I'm sure they're trying to figure that out crowd-wise. Um, let's see. Outer Rim Jim wants to know, what are the odds that Happily Ever After... This is the... I actually brought this up when we talked about it. Um, this is where I got the question. Outer Rim Jim, what are the odds Happily Ever After waters down the fireworks like they did at the studios? R.I.P. Uh, wishes. Do you think that'll happen? They're going to bring in maybe a little less fireworks, more projections? I don't know. I don't give a lot of thought to fireworks shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I do. think they are. I don't think they are. I mean, um, like Disneyland Forever did a ton of projection, but they didn't hold back on the fireworks either. So, you know, if they if they do projection, I think it just adds to it for the people that are in the park. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think people are there for fireworks. And if you're not up close to the castle, it's, it's even then it's hard to watch fireworks. Like, you know... People watch fireworks from all over the park. They don't just watch it in front of the castle. So yeah. I can't imagine that they're going to make it for just the group in front of the castle and, and forget about everybody else. So I don't think that's going to happen. Well, especially, yeah. Well, especially since they themselves, Disney will say, hey, check out these other places to watch because they know how full in front of the castle gets. So you're, you're right. And the fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom might be the number one marketing tool they have because that's what they put on every <laughs> every video, every commercial ends with the castle with fireworks going off behind it. Yeah. So uh, I think you're right. I think it's it is Disney World to most people is the castle with fireworks. That's Disney World. Um, Shana Do Review wants to know how many times I can say the word the term "jump the shark" in the next episode. Apparently, I mm. apparently I said "jump the shark" a few times. And never mm. you haven't said it at all this episode, which is crazy. Uh, one, the one. <laughs> um, Dirt Cheap Disney, Brian, he is the leader of the 3 o'clock parade Rum Runners. Uh, is it too late for Dak to synergize with the new Metallica album and change Rivers of Light to Ride the Rivers of Lightning? I think it is too late, but that would be uh, an interesting shift. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that would be a totally different show, wouldn't it? Fi have the fire coming out, ride the rivers of lightning. That'd be pretty good. I would actually, I would. That's what they should do. First one normal, second showing, ride the rivers of lightning. There you go. Rhiannon, I'm going to go ahead and lead this, take this straight to you. This is Mr. Monkey. What would be Rhiannon's perfect Valentine's date at Walt Disney World? Bar, restaurants, attractions, etc. Do you have a perfect date you would do at Walt Disney World for Valentine's Day? 
No. Oh, I heard that meow in the background. Meow. Yeah, it's Dizzy. Dizzy wants to uh, party right meow. Right yes, meow. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it would be all the same stuff I always want to do. So it would obviously have to involve Tambu Lounge. And depending on the size of my stomach, either bread service at Sanaa and or Ohana. So I guess I would need now another parody account for my stomach. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Haunted Mansion and Pirates and Thunder and, yeah, all the good stuff. Nice. Yay. So what you're saying is every day is Valentine's Day with Rhiannon. You don't need a special day. <laughs> yes. Valentine's day. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Brian Lamas is going live. He has a live report from Hilton Head Island Resort. Holy so crap. Brian, nice. Yeah, live. Brian Lamas, take it away. All right, 3 o'clock radio. It's Brian Lamas reporting live from Hilton Head Island Resort. Everything is quiet. We might be the only people here. <laughs> But still, resort is lovely as ever, and the beer selection at Kroger around the corner is fantastic. All right, we're out. <laughs> Great report. There Thank you, go. you Brian. Great report. Um, and is, there it is. Nice job. Uh, first, we had uh, Kara with a K letting us know that there are no brochures up in Missouri. But uh, Brian coming live. I will say, Hilton Island, he said he had to go to Kroger. That is no lie. They don't, they're, they, they're, on-site drink selection of any kind is the worst of any Disney resort. There's literally like a little window and they have like two things. It was terrible. Um, great resort though. And I agree. I, I've only gone in the winter and it was, it feels so dead when you're there. Just so quiet um, because it's the off season and you can get it very, very cheap. So let's see. You almost forget those things exist. The Hilton Head and the Vero Beach. I, I, I've never been to Hilton Head, but I've been to Vero Beach, and it was great. I really want to go to Hilton Head still. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It'd be tough for you because you'd have to, like, build it a whole – that'd be – it's not easy to get to. You'd have to do, like, a trip just for that. You'd have to do a whole trip just for Hilton Head, Brian. I wanted to do a, like, a just not theme park trip where maybe, like, fly to Hilton Head and then down to Vero and then back up for the cruise – Mm. Just uh, that does sound nice. Yeah, that sounds just relaxing. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this start with Skibberdick Richie on this one. Nope. Dirt cheap Disney is back. He says since Rivers of Light soft open this week, uh, he'd like to know what's your favorite soft opening. I oh, I wish I'd read that and had something prepared because that's really. <laughs> Uh, we'll skip to uh, next would be Drama Day. Drama Day would like to know. So, uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie, does Skipper Dick Ritchie always sound like a combination of Derek Bergen and Gilbert Gottfried when he drinks? <laughs> yeah, I actually felt that Bergen sounded more like Woody Allen and Gilbert Gottfried, but either way, I'm surprised you guys didn't figure out that that wasn't me until the end of the show. It's, uh, right? It was tricky. <laughs> yeah, it took us a while, but we finally did. I mean, some of your, many of your opinions had changed. You really were saying a lot of nice things about the e-ticket report, which well, was and, odd. And just not knowing the difference Very in the bad. time zones, I thought was weird. 
What is the answer? What is the El Paso? What time zone? Yeah, what time zone is El Paso in? Oh, mountain time zone. Okay, all right, good to know. So Which is the same hours. as Central, right? No. No. <laughs> it's Eastern, Central, Mountain, and then Pacific. So Central is one hour away from you guys. Uh, then Mountain is two. And I'm we, sound like such we sound like such bumpkins. We're like, what? Wait, so, what? No. so Central's one hour, so that makes Mountain five and a half? What? So, right? I just can't understand. So that. How do increments right of one work? Wednesday. Okay, okay. Now, where does the international dateline factor into this? Is that like the Rio Grande? Oh, the Rio Grande. That's that's where they can't build a bridge or a wall because there's a river in the way. Oh, I, so weird. I, Dios. These CSs are getting shorter and shorter. Shorter and shorter. Um. Colin, the 3 o'clock parade beat writer, uh, posted a retweet from the new account Visit Pandora, which is, uh, and they show that there is water coming out of the floating mountains of Pandora. And he wants to know, how the hell does water get up there? And the answer? Natural magic. springs. Oh, natural springs. I thought it was magic. That'll work too. Magic or aliens? I don't know. That is pretty cool. I'm, looking, I'm, so, I'm getting very excited to see that. Yeah, me too. Oh, this, this is a great... I've been looking forward to seeing this ever since I saw it. Um, Bennett Doyle, who... I've, I've done this before, but I think it's Bennett Doyle's first question. So, welcome, Bennett. Um, Bennett. Bennett Doyle is so ashamed he bought a dinner package to get into Rivers of Light next week when the Fast Passes were gone. What's your most shameful park purchases? <laughs> Do you have any shameful park privileges? He's like, I love he was ashamed to buy the Dumber dining package. I think he should all be ashamed if he did it for Tusker House. If you did it for Tiffin's, you can really make your money. It's worth there. Really? Oh, because they're a a set price? Yeah, I think it's like $47 or something. Maybe more than that. But whatever whatever the amount is, it includes an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. And yet if you do the breakdown... Yeah, and so if you look at the prices of their entrees and appetizers and desserts, you could very easily make out with getting basically a discount by buying that dining package, and then you get access strippers of light. So it's not a bad deal. You say strippers of light? Now yes. that I would buy exactly. a dining package for. Is that at Rachel's yeah. also? Yeah, strippers of light. Strippers of light. That's what like local uh, places should do are uh, you know knockoffs of Disney shows and things like that. <laughs> Come tonight for strippers of light. I like that. Starring Mercedes. <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of a way to do a stripper version of Joe Rody's name, but it's just not working in my head. I don't know. Ho Rody. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and on the main stage, it's. Everyone's favorite, Ho Rody. That'd be great. What does his dining package look like? Ooh. Oh, yes. Didn't see that one coming. Nice work, Rhiannon. Thank you. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> Colin, Colin, the three o'clock beat reporter. Uh, I can't even. Give- 
He uh, po- he. I think it, he wanted to know if you got uh, Mr. Rihanna this interesting uh, gift package for Valentine's Day, um, where basically a woman is centrally eating a banana, and you can send that virtually to someone. You did not get that, I don't think, though, right? I'm gonna go with no. Okay, just checking. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Good question. Getting goofy at Disney wants to know, guys, what's your character as your avatar on my Disney experience? Let me guess. Rhiannon's is Alice. Mm, close. Oh, the Cheshire Cat. Yep. Nice. Ah, yes. What's Skipper Dick Richie's? Oh, you're the guy from uh, Up, right? No, Mickey Mouse. You're Mickey Mouse? Okay. You didn't find a way to get your belly button in there as an option? Oh, damn it. That would be awesome. I have to make that into a Disney I character. <laughs> yeah, I am uh, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. So there you go. Good question, getting goofy at Disney. Let's see. Could you be convinced to ride Stitch's Great Escape if it came with free fruity pebbles? Designated Disney Dad wants to know. I feel like there's a joke that I'm missing here. I know, me too. But yeah, yeah I, I'd do almost anything <laughs> for fruity. If they were Go-Go Pebbles, for sure. Fruity Pebbles, I have to think about it a little bit. If Fruity uh, Pebbles is code for an alcoholic beverage, then maybe. Actually, mm. they, I haven't. Speaking of. Go ahead. Called Fruity Pebbles. No, 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 nothing. Go ahead. Speaking of that, Super Weenie Hut Jr., uh, once has a hypothetical how many locations stands bars dining or whatever do you think we'll be able to purchase alcohol at on pandora and he says hope they don't have any blue laws blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but i'm gonna go on i'm gonna go out on a limb here i think there's gonna be the tiki bar there's going to be the the like the one counter service mess hall thing and then I think there will be – I'm actually going to say that's it. I think there's going to be the two. I don't think there will be like uh, – maybe temporarily some pop-up bars and, yeah. and yeah, drink say, carts. You don't think there will be drink yeah. carts like the little like frozen lemonade <laughs> right. where you could also get Pop-born beer heart. and yeah. I don't know. Pretzel. I'm curious if, they wanna, if they're going to hold off on that or not. They blue do have popcorn. them in Africa. Blue popcorn, yeah. That would be pretty <laughs> um, – they do have uh, Nomad Lounge – right at the entrance to Pandora. Um, there is not a restaurant or bar right on the other entrance, though. It's quite of a long way to get to Dawa. So um, my, my, my gut's telling me it's going to be those two, though. It's going to be the, 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 the Tiki Bar. And yeah, there'll be one stand-up cart. So let's say three. Yeah. I'm okay with three. It'll be plenty, though. It'll be fine. It's going to be great. So you're <laughs> saying we'll survive. Yeah. Brian Lamas with a not live report. He has a question, though. After his trip last week, him and his wife had the same question. Why does Disney have such a hard-on for these damn flatbreads? Because <laughs> they're cheap. They're easy yep. to make, and they don't cost anything. Fast. And because yeah. they were trendy five years ago. Yeah. And you're right. They can still charge $12 or $13 for them, but it's pre-baked bread, and it's you know, and they can just throw a few toppings on there, and it bakes in what? Three minutes, and it's good to go. So it's cheap, quick, 
feeds a lot of people, and they make a good profit on it. And because of the goddamn Disney dining plan. Mm. That's why. Oh, fun fact. So when we were at Paddlefish, there were a few items on the menu <clears throat> that price-wise they had in parentheses, fine print, DD plus $17 or something. And so we're sitting there trying to figure out, like, what the hell does this mean? And we finally asked. They're like, oh, that's Disney dining plan. And so you're able to use your dining plan and they'll just charge you the additional $17 or something. So. Oh. Yeah. So, and know, that was I, it where? Paddlefish. Oh, yeah. But Interesting. I guess that was kind of funny that they didn't use the classic DDP, hence our confusion. So. Double Ds. Yeah, I guess so. That's that is interesting. I, I don't I don't know if that's the first to who've done that, been able to upcharge on top of dining plan. But if they started it, I have a feeling <laughs> they're not going to be the last. Um, let's see. All right, Bay Lake Spence, friend of the show. If you had to pick one to add, would you want a contemporary private entrance via people mover? Theme bars in the Magic Kingdom or good barbecue in Epcot all year long? Pick one. Contemporary. Over theme bars in Magic Kingdom. Never mind. Ha! <laughs> I, Sorry, I, I just, I'm only yeah. half paying attention to you as always, and I thought you said themed restaurants. And like, I already just have think, though. Just think, though. If you could quickly get to the contemporary from Tomorrowland. That might make it worth it though, because that'd be right now. It's still kind of a pain in the ass to get to the monorail resorts quickly. That might be good enough. I think I'm. I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the people mover. I was gonna say just anything that has to do with the people mover. I think it's cool. So I almost would go with that. As long as the private engine is just for guests only, and we can use it for bar hopping. Well, isn't everybody a guest well, who yeah. who? You don't want the cast members riding it? Who? Yeah. <laughs> I think he means trying to, like, you know, show your magic band or whatever. Oh, so another side note. Did you notice that at Geyser Point, that for the entrances to the restrooms there, that there are touch points for magic bands that are not currently in use, but they're there? Meaning that perhaps in the future? Yes. Um, uh, I've noticed that at a lot of places. And what I've noticed those are for are to turn them on at night. So guests only, so people don't just like go there and sleep in the bathrooms. Like they have Bullshit. that at um, the campground. The campground has them. You have to use your no. magic band to get in the bathrooms at night. Just say it. You have to use your magic band to get into the bathrooms at night. That's the strangest concern I've ever heard. I don't know if that's okay. the reason. That's my that's my guess. But uh, so like randos don't just cruise into the bathrooms. I guess I don't know. But yeah, the other resorts do have that, so that is not uh, the first I've seen. I've heard that. Um, Jen with two ends. Skipper to Gritchie, talking about the gondolas. Yep. If this comes to fruition, will this top the Magic Kingdom Cabanas as the best place for afternoon delight? Ooh. Quote, if the gondolas are rocking, unquote. Don't come a knocking. I don't know. I think I'd still rather get it on in the cabana in the Magic Kingdom, but, you know, Gondola is another place that could be fun. Um, 
Mr. Monkey coming in strong here. Oh. Uh, Bush Gardens launched a beer membership, five dollar beer beer refills all season long for ninety nine bucks. He wants to know how long do you think until Disney does something like this? Would they ever do a beer membership? Five dollar refills on how big is that? Dude. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it sounds kind of like Tables in Wonderland. <laughs> guess. But uh. I've always wanted something like that Disney dining plan, but for beer. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever do it though. No. So uh, mm. how long? Never. I say never. Well, and if you read it, it's not uh, like anywhere. It's ninety nine dollars, and you get five dollar refills in the Bra House Craft Beer Room. Mm. So you have to go back, to, and it's 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 called it's their Stein Club. So you know you'd have to go back to that same place every time. Let me ask you this though. Yeah. Would you pay ninety nine dollars uh, to prepay for your drinks around the world at Epcot? And just hand them to you? I. You just you were guaranteed a drink in every country. Yeah. Twelve. Well, eleven, depending on if they count Africa. Still at nine bucks a pop. If it will speed it up where I can just literally walk in and they'll hand it to me, that would be sweet. That would actually be worth it because it's about be about the same money. It'd be cool if they give you a stein. And as you walk yes. up to each place, they just fill it for you. I would do that. Absolutely. I would love that. Like the wine walk, but for the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That I could see happening, actually. Somebody was asking that. When will they make drinking around the world an official thing? And that would do it. Yeah, that'd be great. So like a souvenir glass of some sort. Well, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, you'd have to have Real some questions. sort of like, you know, hole punch or something so they could track it. So you're not just coming back with the same glass every week. But, you know, you buy the glass and they give you a little card. And as you go through, they stamp it or give you a hole punch and you get your drink. I could see something like that. I, I, I think it'd be great. Yeah, man. Great. Let's do that. Mr. Monkey also wants to know, since there's already buses, walkways, and boats, why do we need another transportation method to get to Epcot to DHS? Because um, gondolas are awesome. Uh, yeah. 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 Let's see. Mr. Monkey wants to remind that Theme Park Bachelorette still isn't over. So there you go. There's your weekly reminder. There it is. <laughs> uh Let's see. Livy wants to know from Melissa Pigeon: Would you rather grab drinks at Cava de Tequila or Trader Sam's, and why? Cava. Cava. That was Man. actually part of our great debate yesterday. Uh, was wow. do we make time on this trip to go back to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto? And I'm fighting for yes, saying that you know it's it's new. Maybe there's maybe they've gotten better. Uh, plus, we haven't hung out on the outside, but everybody keeps on just say, reminding me that Tambu Lounge is great. So it right. really is. Like any time that we take away from Tambu Lounge to go down there, is it well spent? It's is setting. Really it, yeah, is what it came down mm. to. So that's that's still up in the air. I want it to be I'm good. Gonna go, oh, good. No, I'm yeah. just saying, I want it to be good. I want those guys to get on get on track and make it worthwhile to go to to go. What's it going to take? Like, seriously, who, who, I really want to know what it's going to take. Cause it doesn't, it won't take much. It just takes some real fun and vibe to take over for the manufactured. The, the, lo the location is great. The setting is great. 
The props are great. Yeah. Everything's great. But I, the staff. Yeah, it's, I it's really, really the feel difference. that they need to just let the staff have fun and not make them do the same, you know. It, it, and it's weird because you go to Disneyland and, you know, they, they basically say the same thing every time that Mount Krakatoa goes off. But they try to make it fun and maybe it's because it's not as long and drawn out. You know, yeah. they, they announce it and then they let the effects take over and they just continue their what they're doing. Yeah. It's not one of those like, okay, as long, like if the effect takes 45 seconds, there's not somebody screaming the entire 45 seconds. Right. Yeah. Um, and isn't there also the rigidity of them not being allowed to do things off menu that... Well, I've heard that that's actually starting uh, to kind you of know, West Coast does. Okay. Well, that's well then good. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope so too. Because it's, I mean, I, I hope they've learned. I hope they agree that something's just off a little bit. I hope they see it. Um, so let's let's hope so. Um, I still would rather. I think I'd rather go to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto than Kava because I just I usually I'd like to be walking. So when I'm at Epcot, I don't sit as much. I like to grab one and go. So I would say Grog Grotto though. Um. Well, here's a good question. Colin wants to know, do you have any top five people, just any top people that you'd like to go out drinking with all night, alive or dead? Oof. Do you have anybody that you've always thought you really wanted to go drinking with? Um... Yeah, I think, I think like, uh... I think like, I, I think mine are like more like classic, like Sinatra would be great to go drinking with. Mm. Um, I guess like living people, maybe during the Ocean's Eleven period of Clooney, yes. and you know like like those guys would be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any like artists, like a musician that would be fun to go drinking with. There's some people like Hunter I, S. Thompson. Ooh, there you go. I'd probably oh. die. Hemingway <laughs> would be good. Like I'd like to relive the uh, what is it, Midnight in Paris or whatever the Woody Allen movie is. Yeah, I like to drink with all those guys. That seemed like a great time. I just, I just love anybody fun. It doesn't have to. Like, I never really do. I never really think too much about like celebrities or fame that I really want to do but like I my, I want I, you know who I want to drink with my friends from back home I don't get to hang out with them very often my friends from Michigan so I, that's who I want to go hang out with so <laughs> well my cousins do this thing every year or so where everybody flies in for one weekend together and they call it cousin sanity and I get uh, it yeah thank you um and so one of the my cousins, he's kind of like the spearheader of these events. She's threatening to make the next one in Disney World, which nice. would be amazing. But I don't see it ever actually happening. But right, see, we have one of those, but it's always in the same spot. It's always at in Michigan. So it's like, I would love to have that same crew do a whole weekend here. It would be like the greatest thing ever. So I, I would, yeah. I'd be so jealous of you if you made that happen. Don't be jealous. It's okay. It's a good question. Outer Rim Jim said, away for two weeks on a business trip, and it seemed like it was a nonstop blitz of news, announcements, openings, 
Um, why? Do you think it's competitive pressures, bad first quarter, or did it just feel like so much after a long drought? It has seemed like a lot of new stuff has come yeah. out. What do you think the reasoning is? I don't know. Maybe just trying to beef up their image because maybe right now it seems like everything's just under construction and that's frustrating to people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or in the plus they are also simultaneously announcing their rate increases, so they have to back it up with something. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think it comes up. You know, they don't really do a lot of that. They sub they do the holidays. They get through the holidays and then people start rethinking what are we going to do this year. And this is kind of when you think about. People plan their summer vacations now um, is when they're planning them. So I think that's why um, you throw a lot out there because right now that's what I'm that's all I'm thinking about. What am I doing, you know, throughout the summer and and throughout the fall already? So but you kind of don't do that. I don't think as much about the holidays. You just kind of that's what we're doing the holidays. So um, that's what I think it is for planning for the summer. Got to get ready for the summer. And March. Mm-hmm. This is actually a good question by uh, Epcot Barcrawl because I've had this struggle too. What's the appropriate way to tweet a picture of Nomad Wings? Do you do it horizontally or vertically? <laughs> um, I'm going to say landscape. For some reason, every time I take it, though, it does it flips and it wants to go long ways. I, I, that's a good question. So you're going well, – be- you're going. It was because Kristen and I simultaneously posted pictures of our Nomad Wings, and yet, due to where she was sitting and where I was sitting and the way the plate was positioned, our <laughs> pictures ended up being one vertical, one horizontal. So. But in this photo, I think your – the one that's horizontal, which I'm going to yeah. guess is yours, that's is mine. the better to showcase the wings. The vertical is a little fancier. <laughs> So, I don't know. Here you go. <laughs> but both very good photos. And how were your wings? What did you think? Um, They were pretty good. They could have been a little bit crispier, and I would have liked to see some kind of dipping sauce. But the flavor was good, and I do appreciate that they've upped the count now to five. So. Yeah. It doesn't feel terribly small now. It, it just not- doesn't. They're not the butter wings, right? They're they're like no. They were some kind of. They're like they were advertising themselves as some kind of like Asian chili, but they really just tasted kind of straight up grilled barbecue, which is fine. Yeah. They were yeah. a good flavor, but yeah. nothing super it's, unique. It's one of those. You're still you still don't you're, you're not buying it because they're a great. It's not dollar wing day. I mean, it's not a value, but it it doesn't feel terrible ordering them anymore. No. no. Um, let's see, Sarah Grafham with a very important question and something that I've been talking about with several people and I want to know your thoughts on this. Once Pandora opens, how long until Nomad Lounge gets overrun and is no longer a semi-hidden gem? Day two. I know. It's not good. People, (laughs) right now they've had to drag the podium for Tiffin's out into the main pathway. They will not have to do that anymore. It will, ugh. As much as I'm excited for Pandora, this is going to be the biggest disappointment. Because you walk in there now, can always get a table, always get a seat at the bar. You just walk right in. I'm feeling like that's not going to be the case. Skipper, this will be your one chance. Right? You're going to love Nomad Lounge, Skipper. Oh, I'm sure. I can't wait. Yeah, it is going to be... 
you're going to say this, and I'll, you'll be like, this is what Trader Sam should be. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, every bar we go to, every bar we go to, we're like, this is what Trader Sam sees to be. Um, or Grog Grotto. Or Grog Grotto. Mm. Let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie wants to know who's been to Tokyo Disney. What can you tell me about it? Interesting. Are you talking, thinking about going? Uh, I have some. Actually, Susie and Casey are going to go. I want to say in the summer, and they were told that um, you can't get into any restaurants without a reservation. Oh. So they're trying to plan their their little trip, and they want to know which restaurants to make reservations at. Hmm. So please, no, everyone, chime in. No. I tell you, I do. How great do pictures of Tokyo Disney Sea look? They just look so amazing. Yeah, they really do. Looks great. Yeah, it just really does. <laughs> what? What is this? All right, Livy wants to know word association game. What classic attraction comes to mind when I say these four words? Here comes, here comes, here comes, Ryan, your liver. Uh-huh. Ice, bank, mice, elf. Ah. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I spank myself. Oh, good job. Livy. 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 Livy, well done. Yes, nice play on words. I spank myself. I was literally thinking, like, is that Maelstrom? What is that? Elves? What is that? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nickway Mania jumping in with a uh, hashtag. It's a picture of a sign that says uh, beer is the answer, but I can't remember the question. So. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Well done. Fair enough. We are down to the final few SR boners. Scott Wazo Mike wants to know where does uh, Three O'clock Parade drink when in Vegas, other than Golden Tiki or Frankie's? First time, Scott. Welcome to the show. Any Vegas fans? Uh, do you go out there? Um, I don't go out that often. When I do go, I usually, I don't. I I like old school Vegas, so. I'm not crazy about the new yep. like clubs and stuff like that. So I, I tend to stay no. at Caesars and whatever table I'm at, that's where I'm drinking. Yeah. This golden tiki looks awesome though. Have you oh, seen yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they've got some cool tiki bars. Yeah. Um so yeah, I have not been in a while. My favorite place to drink though in Vegas is of course I like the Golden Nugget. That's where I like to go, but that's just where I like to go uh, hang out. Um and that for some reason, I have love for the Tropicana, another old school. And I love Tropicana because it is. It's just it feels old school. Uh, I stayed last time I went, I stayed at the Win, and I couldn't go anywhere because every it was like $50 minimum bets everywhere. So you, we had to like go gamble elsewhere than our own hotel. Lovely. So wish we had more better options for you, Scott. We need to get out to Vegas is what we need to do. I was say, I think Christy from the Rum Runners – is our Vegas connection. So, Christy, if you hear this, you may want to answer Scott's yes. power boner. Please, Christy, get with yep. Scott on that. Yes. Rihanna, you like this. Every time that I mention Vegas, Mrs. D.A.D., she's like, can we just go to New Orleans instead? Um, that is the correct answer. Yeah, I, th- I thought you you'd appreciate much. that. I thought you'd yeah. appreciate that. And I'm like, yeah, I have no, I have no response to it other than, yeah, that sounds pretty nice, too. <laughs> That sounds great. Uh, so I, I definitely don't argue with that because it doesn't – it sounds like – New Orleans sounds like a great idea too. Um, let's see. Oh, 
I wanted to, this came out today, Skipper, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on this. Zach, Zackel12 would like to know, he's going to Disneyland in May. Would you recommend Disney's California Adventure or Hotel Hop Disney, Downtown Disney uh, afternoon the day before? Would you say go to the park or do a hotel slash Downtown Disney day? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, if you're only going to the park one day, you definitely want to spend that day at Disneyland, but if you have two days, I recommend going to both parks. If you only have a, the day you arrive, um, damn it. Uh, it sounds like a, like a half day, like that, that, that arrival half day is what it sounds like. It's just all eating and drinking at Downtown Disney. So, sure, that sounds great. I mean, I think either way you're going to have exactly. fun. Zackle's profile picture is of one of the Jock Lindsay's drinks, so he definitely doesn't mind uh, the theme bars. So you could throw a Trader Sam's in there. So oh, that's yeah. Good. No, for sure you could go to Trader Sam's, and there's a bunch of bars in downtown Disney to go drinking at. And you can go drinking at the Grand Californian, so that yeah. sounds good. It's a good way to, you know, save that $100 for food and drink. Um, <laughs> Rhiannon, uh uh, Colin, the three o'clock parade beat writer, wants to know how Mark got so good at brunching. Has he been? Do you guys brunch? Yes. Yes. So he's got some. He's he's has experience. Yes. I will say it was our our least favorite of all the brunch places we've been though so far. So he did not pick a good one, unfortunately. Where did you guys go? This place downtown called Casa, and it just was not good, like oh. comparatively to all the other places we've been. Um, disappointing. So, this uh, let's see. Um, Diz Counselor would like to know. I'm going to start with Skipper to Richie on this one. If you could ride any attraction nude, which would the best be, and which would be the worst? Did you probably spend more time nude on attractions than anyone else? Nude attractions. Um, God, that's a good one. I would probably I say. Like, oh no, go ahead. Did you have one? I would somebody jumped out at me. The worst would seem to be the carousel. You're just you're gonna look terrible. There's no way to ride the carousel looking good, naked. There's just no way. Well, I was thinking. Ooh. One of the worst. I mean, assuming we don't have like you know modeled bodies, uh, the worst could be Tower of Terror because the gravity and things just flying up and flying down. (laughs) See it. And that's exactly what I was going to say would be the best, and for those reasons. No. And you're going to get, and you're going to go home with a souvenir photo, and you're going to get a souvenir no. photo in video. Right. Video, yeah. Yeah. Too. No. Yeah, that sounds good. So that's your best. Runner up. That would be my best. Yeah. Well, just you know, first you get the breeze, that nice mm. you know Ooh. flowing, which would be nice. Um, and then yeah, just the, just you know, I was going to say you know how when people hold a penny. And they watch it float. <laughs> you could just think about all the cool, no, cool things you would see flying around. So much, so much slapping going around, yeah. like just. Oh, God. <laughs> My other worst would be the Disneyland version of Splash Mountain, just because you basically have to straddle the person in front of you. Mm, that sounds good too. Why do you hate everything I love? <laughs> I'm picturing that too because don't they? They probably you, like you. You're probably gonna get stuck riding with a stranger. 
I mean, the one time I wrote it clothed, it was awkward <laughs> enough. So that is a bad one. That's a bad one. Like old Space Mountain used to be the same way before yeah. they redid it. Um, yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's good. Um, let's see the best. The People Mover, man, that'd be great. Chill out, relax, kick your feet up, breathe. See, I'm gonna go with my go-to answer of Haunted Mansion, just because darkness, privacy. <laughs> darkness, privacy. privacy. Win. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great question, Diz uh, Counselor. Um, another great question. This is Little PB and J, and I'm excited to hear your answers. What's your favorite Disney song? Ask B and J. There's. Do we want to go? Parks I kind of like. Movies or? Uh, I was gonna. I was doing movie, and I really I love Colors of the Wind. Yeah. I like uh, In a World of My Own from Alice in Wonderland. Fuck yeah. Man. Um, was it? Oh gosh. For some. I, one of my favorite songs, and it's like not a classic at all. I mean, it, it's for some reason I always get the most excited when Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride comes on from. Uh, That's gonna <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I would have to say, um, uh, um, yeah, that'd probably be one of my favorites. I've got some others. I like. I, mean, I do like yeah. all the classics. Anything that's yeah. in Philhar Magic. Yeah. That's pretty good. Wise, obviously, Grim Grinning Ghosts. Um, obviously Pirates theme. Um, and I even love Tiki Room Song and the Imagination Songs just because I can sing them loudly to annoy the fuck out of people. So. Imagination is so good. Imagination. Man. And you sing it over and over and over again and it just gets stuck in your head. Ha. Well, keep I'm- going. Don't stop. <laughs> Robot voice. Yeah, let it go. It just makes me want to bring imagination back. I just hope that happens in the refurb. I hope we get something better of imagination. Sorry to change the subject, but Rhiannon singing it makes me just... I agree. Imagination is just so great. Yeah. No one said wishes, though. No one said wishes. I already Aww. heard some wishes today, so... <laughs> um... Final question comes from Adventurers Out There Travel. A-I-O-T Travel. What's your favorite park in the area that is not owned by Universal? Yeah, what's your favorite park that's not owned by Universal or Disney? Skipper Grinchy, out by you, like you got what, Knott's Berry Farm is out there? Are you a fan there? Six Flags, Magic Mountain? What do you like out there? Uh, I was, well, damn it. The San Diego Zoo? Oh, yeah, the San Diego Zoo is great. You would pick that over that's your favorite, yeah. Over Knott's Bay Farm, sure. I... Nice, nice. So San Diego Zoo, I... uh, Rhiannon, do you have a favorite? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I don't really have too much to choose from, um, just from my own experiences or lack thereof. So I'm gonna have to go with Bush Gardens, just because that may be the only theme park other than Disney Universal that I've been to since I was 12. So. And I, and I do thoroughly enjoy Bush Gardens, so that's not a hard pick for me. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to go with you 110% on that. I had never been to Bush Gardens until two years ago, and we went 
happened to be a really good day because it wasn't busy at all. It was around Christmas time. And so, yeah, anyways, but there are so many rides. Yeah. Like, there's just so many rides. I mean, it's it's like I, I get what people mean when you, you, know, you talk about, like, Epcot. There's, like, four rides. I mean, it's true. <laughs> you go there, and there's, like, 100. I mean, you just, like, wherever you go, there's more rides, more rides, more rides. It's it's really, really fun. And you throw in the animals. So it, it's kind of like a, you know, it, it really is a great park. And my only problem with it is it's in Tampa, and I have to pass seven other parks to get there. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Your life is that, tough. That's not a problem. Yeah, that's not a problem other than the fact that it's really hard to justify driving two hours to get to a place when I can stop by and have a really great time at seven places along the way um, that's way closer. So um, that's its only problem in my mind it's, uh, for that. But it is great. If they had that in Orlando, Bush Gardens would be so popular if it was here. So great question. Adventures out there. Travel. I'm excited to hear back uh, our uh, intro this time, Skipper. Oof. That was fun. Before yeah. we brought Rhiannon on, we did the intro with uh, the Tiki Room entrance. I'm excited to hear. Nice. Uh, that brings us to the end of Ask Sour Boner. Any final thoughts from the panelists, Skipper to Gritchie? Oh, uh, no, not really. I just had a great time at Disneyland yesterday. I am glad that we're all back together and in the studio again um and we are just we're the countdown to what are we like 20 days 20 oh days my gosh to, for march yeah three i weeks. officially have uh friday off for st patrick's day oh, i'm nice. excited nice I, I officially have it so that's exciting and the other days i don't i'm working like half days so it'll be nice i'll have lots of time for shenanigans yes time for shenanigans. we will be having some good times Good times. Uh, let's see. Rhiannon? Yeah, I actually have a, a funny little anecdote for the two of you. So, Saturday night, we were riding pirates. And we load our ride vehicle. And we're getting ready to embark. And the couple behind me, one of the men, says, Black Scratcher. What? What? And I turn to Kristen and Mark, and I'm like, did I just hear that? And, yeah. So I spent the entire ride debating whether or not to turn around and ask this guy, hey, what's up? And I finally decided that, yes, once we got to the end of the ride and got off, I was going to ask him. So we get off. I turn around. I say, hey, um, weird question. I heard you say back scratcher. Is that like from a thing? Are you maybe quoting something or somebody? And he got this really embarrassed look on his face and says, No, I was saying butt scratcher. It's uh. a thing. <laughs> that is funny. So that is butt scratcher, yeah. I butt embarrassed scratcher. him. I embarrassed myself. Everyone was embarrassed. And no, we don't have. A random fan behind Damn. me on Pirates. So that's sorry. If that's the most embarrassing thing that happened that day, you did pretty well though. That's not bad. <laughs> that's like not a day with Skipper and I. We yeah, usually right. do much more mm. much more embarrassing things than that. <laughs> but scratcher, um, yeah. But scratcher. Yeah. But scratcher. Uh, there you go. Oh so excited to say that in person in a few a little while. It's great. I know, I know. Um uh I wanted to say first, 
um, because of the silliness that went ensued with the last two episodes, we didn't really get a chance to say shout out to um, Dizwire for that awesome entrance. I thought that was such a great club anthem that beginning that he did the other week. Um, I thought that was I thought it was really funny. It was very cool. Yeah, both the songs were really really good. Yeah. And then yeah, brunch so hard by Disney Dustin. Um, doesn't burden all. Oh, it's just such a classic. We never really got a chance to talk about it much because it was we had so much other ridiculousness going on. Because um, the original idea was we're going to do a whole show of songs like Christmas for Skipper's birthday, and that didn't really pan out. So um, we got two entries, and uh, but wanted to give them definitely uh, plenty of due for uh, for for putting those out there because they're great two additions to the lineup. Yep. And, and once again, see. I feel like Disney Springs is just a negative energy space for me with missed connections. So, Oh, well, what happened to Disney Springs this time? Well, you know, it's like first Mr. Monkey and now Ben Bowers. And it's just, Oh, that was Disney I Springs. Just, you, you associate yeah. that. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you would associate that with Disney Springs. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's really, it's becoming a bad luck location for me. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, we did get to make two books, Steve there that's good that's true that's true um speaking of two books steve we got a new we found a new box of hard covers of drinking at disney that are signed we were out for a while but we got them so and and if you're lucky one of the books in this box is lucky number 69 Woo! oh Breaking news! A three o'clock parade exclusive. So awesome! Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Thank you, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>